This is the Thursday, May 13th edition of the Daily Wager Podcast. We've got you covered with NBA and a little baseball action as well. And as promised, every weekday, in and out, less than 10 minutes. Welcome to the Daily Wager Podcast, presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. I'm Doug Kazarian, joined this morning by Tyler Fulgham. How are you, sir? Doing well this morning, just uh, kind of recovering from the NFL schedule release hangover. Yeah, exactly. So we had to to adjust our schedules, you know. We're one-trick ponies. (laughs) We can only go at a certain time. No, it was a lot of fun. Two hours with the Fantasy Football Now crew. And uh, really interesting to get their perspective just as betters to kind of glean wisdom and file some stuff away as they had really good insight into their projections. And it was really fun to just do that. Um, real time and as the schedule came into us and sort of share our thoughts on the season win total so we'll have much more NFL talk in the coming months leading up to the opening night which is the Bucks hosting the Dallas Cowboys Zach uh, Dak Prescott I should say coming off ankle injury so we'll see how much preseason action he is and we'll see how, ru- how much rust there is but um, but today we're talking the uh, baseball at the end but the little NBA final week of the regular season I'll start things off I'm going to focus on the Bucks, and you know I, I tend to have these wonky plays, but I'm going to go first half team total. What what exactly is that? It's a team total, but in the first half, I just like the Bucks to come out and go up and down with this Pacers squad. I don't know if any can can keep pace with them, um, so I'm going to focus on the Bucks over 62 and a half. Basically, I mean, would I take the over 120? Sure, but I trust the Bucks will get their 62 and a half more than I would the Pacers getting their 57 and a half, 58 and a half. So. I will uh, isolate the Bucks in the first half team total. I'll go over 41 and a half points, assists, and rebounds par for DeMontis Sabonis, the big man for the Pacers. He's been playing massive minutes lately and getting massive usage with guys like TJ Warren, Miles Turner, Malcolm Brogdon, Jeremy Lamb being on the shelf as of late. Since he's come back in the month of May, remember he missed the last few weeks of April, he has played 40, 39 plus minutes in six of the eight possible games. The only one he didn't, he didn't, you know, touch that threshold was that, you know, 57 point beatdown of OKC, where in just 30 minutes, he wrapped up the stat line of 26 points, 19 rebounds and 14 assists. He has two other triple doubles since coming back. His most recent one was 16, 13, 15. He has a 2020 game in there with nine assists uh, just two games ago against Cleveland. So this guy has been an absolute stat machine, absolutely murdering it when it comes to a fantasy perspective and 41 and a half, even in a tough matchup against Milwaukee, that's kind of mitigated by how fast they play and how fast the Pacers have been playing. So I'll go over 41 and a half par for Sabonis. Yeah, it should be an up and down game. You mentioned Sabonis has ratcheted up lately. So I'm on board with that. And uh, you, you and I are on a similar play here. And it's the Clippers Charlotte game. We know about touched on the last couple of days. Clippers chance to win the Pacific. They're playing this home stretch out. I think they're going to uh, sweep the rest of the way. They're laying eight and a half here in Charlotte. I don't like the side. The total's 223 out there. I like the under here. I think Clippers are kind of locking in on defense. Charlotte um, missing some guys, obviously, just not the same since Ball's been back. I think this one sneaks under the total. What's your rationale there on that one? Yeah, I'm going to go under 223 and a half as well. The Clippers haven't played in a game that went north of 223 and a half or have featured at least 224 points since 420, since April 20th when they played Portland, one of the best offensive teams in the NBA. And that game just snuck over the threshold at 225. So nine straight games involving the Clippers 
have gone under this threshold. And Charlotte's not necessarily the type of team that makes me think that trend is going to stop. They're 21st in the NBA in offensive rating. They're missing some of their key offensive players. And the Clippers, we know, um, jockeying for position still in the Western Conference, probably trying to avoid the uh, L.A. Lakers. So uh, I, I think they're going to stay under this because Charlotte's just not a team that I think has the offensive firepower to, to mitigate this trend that the Clippers have been on. Yeah, no, Clippers home stretch. Kawhi Leonard said he's going to play through. Uh, the hand injury, whatever he's battling. So he is going to play. Miles Bridges is a key guy still missing for the Hornets with health and safety protocols. I'm going to wrap up the uh, NBA with the Kings plus eight. I've touched on Sacramento a few times, and they've been his favorites last week against OKC. I like him plus the full eight here, um, mostly eight. There's a couple seven halves, but I like the eight, obviously. Um, at Memphis, look, I think the Grizzlies are kind of stuck in their position with the plan. They do have a chance to get to a higher seed and improve their uh, standings within the plan sort of um, pod, if you will. I, I just like how the Kings are playing. They're playing loose. They have some players that are, you know, De'Aaron Fox is out, uh, Barnes is out. So they have other guys playing. And I think they're just kind of going to play loose. And, um, you know, mathematically, they're still alive, but. Uh, they're pretty much their playoff hopes are dashed. I don't think the Grizz think they're going to catch the Warriors given OKC's got some uh, winnable games left. I'm just, I think the Kings plus the full A is a better spot here. All right, I'm going to go to Major League Baseball, wrap it up, Doug. And you got to get to the window quickly with this one. First pitch is about an hour and 15, an hour and 20 minutes from now in Milwaukee. But what a pitching duel it is. Corbin Burns back off of a health oh, and yeah. safety protocol list for the Milwaukee Brewers and Jack Flaherty on the other side for the St. Louis Cardinals. I'm going to go under three runs in the first five innings with those two starters on the bump. Burns, his last time out, got roughed up a little bit, but I think that was where he was starting to, you know, maybe feel the the issues with COVID. Maybe, maybe not. That's what I'm going to use as my rationale. Before that, he was, you know, Jake at the Grom level dominant. He'd struck out at least uh, nine in every start this season, three starts with 10 or more. Um, before that outing against Miami where he allowed four runs in five innings, he had given up just one earned run in 24 and a third innings all season long. And Jack Flaherty on the other side, after a rough first start in Cincinnati, has reeled off six consecutive wins where he's gone uh, six innings in all but one of those starts, went five in that. But he has ratcheted up the K rate. The uh, last time out, he went seven uh, scoreless, allowing just three hits. His ERA is down to 2.83 on the season. His whip is below one. Burns' whip is well below one. So these guys just don't put guys on base. They don't allow runs, and they have that wipeout strikeout stuff. Milwaukee's lineup not doesn't have Christian Yelich, so that boosts the matchup for um, Jack Flaherty. And even though the Cardinals lineup's been good this season, Corbin Burns is so great. Um, no lineup is really one you want to attack when Burns is on the bump. So I'll go under three first five innings with Flaherty and Burns on the bump. But that starts soon, 10.40 p.m. Eastern, 1.40 p.m., I believe. 10.40 Pacific, 1.40 Eastern, I should say. Right. Yeah, no, Burns, Burns is a guy you and I have talked a lot about. Hopefully he can pick up where he left off prior to the COVID situation because he was uh, exceptional and in that Cy Young discussion in the National League. Okay, that'll do it for this pod. Like we said, every weekday, in and out, in less than 10 minutes, you got a baseball game coming up uh, just a short time from now. <laughs>